Go, Chris. Goodbye, my friend. It's hard to die. Ladies and gentlemen of the internet, welcome to Love the Graps, the podcast. Uh, my name's Chris. I'm not here with Alan. We're doing a special crossover episode. Ooh. So I'm going to pass you over to my co-host for the evening. That's Mr. Joe Atherton. Hi guys, Atherton here and welcome to a special episode of Tables, Atherton and Chairs. In conjunction with the fantastic Love the Graps. Can you believe it? It's like two universes merging. Like, now you've got to acknowledge that we exist on the same ethereal plane. Everybody's going to be like, I've never seen them in the same room together, but now we're on the same podcast, so they'll have to acknowledge that we are different people. Mental. How, <laughs> how are you feeling about that? I'll, I'll get over it, I'll live. When you do your podcast, you, you just talk mainly about wrestling, right? I do, I'm very, very <laughs> straight-laced uh, and, yeah, yeah, all business. Whereas when we do our podcast, it's just a mess. Yeah. But that's normally because I'm with Alan and it's like, I need to need to keep him entertained or else he just goes off the rails. So, just any sort of distraction. But we have just been to Super Strong Style 16 Day 1. Indeed we have. Uh, Alex Palix. Yeah, old Alexandra Palix yeah. in that there London. It's at the top of a big hill. Doesn't really matter for me, I'm in a wheelchair, I just glide just, up just, there. Just glide right up. Yeah. I mean, I got driven there in a car, so I didn't have to worry about scaling the hill, but it does. you get a nice view over London from up there, don't you? Yeah, and where we are, hotel-wise, there's a bus stop literally right outside of where we're staying, and that'll get you... Literally right outside. Yeah, we're in Wood Green, so just down the hill from the uh, Alexandra Palace. Um, we're in a hotel, which um, uh, the facilities are—they, the, you know, your tastes may vary when it comes to. It's it's nice enough, but um, isn't as advertised in some respects. Um, it's interesting. You you go to a hotel, you don't expect a private party. In the check-in area. <laughs> no, no, they, they had um, they had a whole buffet going on. Uh, there were three glasses of Prosecco, presumably for the guests. Um, I didn't partake, but I could have done. I just could have snapped one of those up, I reckon. Nobody would have stopped me. Um, so, progress, Super Strong Style 16, day one. So it's all like the first round matches for the 16-man tournament. Um, were there any in particular you were kind of looking forward to going in? You did a preview, didn't you, of all the brackets? I did do a preview, and um, sorry to sound like an absolute smarky bastard. <laughs> I got every single one right. Well, spoilers, yeah, Joe was 100% on his predictions. We were we were doing them along as, uh, as the show went past, and... Uh, I was probably 50%, I think, in the end. I think you were a little bit better than that. I think I w- you got, like... I got, like, four or five of them right. I think you got five out of eight. Yeah, I mean, I did... Uh, the, the ones I got wrong, I was deliberately being contrarian <laughs> for the sake of I wanted something a little bit different from, from the tournament. Whereas I think I think yours were fairly... I don't want to say safe bets, but, like, they were the ones 
who, if you were being sort of logical, it made sense politically in yeah. some cases. It was a case of me putting my, my progress hat on, not booking who I thought, who I wanted to win, how I thought they would go. Yeah. I think that's a bit of a weird one, isn't it? Like, it's like you want to be a wrestling fan, you want to enjoy it for what it is, but you can't ever stop thinking about like the business side of it. Mm. Like, who would they book because of WWE or AEW or whatever? It's like you can't just ever just go, these are the best matches. It has, there's always these outside factors. It's like Mark Haskins, he's. Um... He's kind of in a very difficult position at the minute with in-progress because he's obviously got that ROH contract and ROH, they're absolutely fine with him working for progress, mm. but he's not allowed to work with anybody in a WWE and that kind of limits the people that he can work with. It is weird, yeah, it is weird. I'm surprised he's not, like, I mean, I'm surprised that they've kind of kept him on. Do you know what I mean? In 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 a way that they haven't gone. Do you know what? It's too difficult. I, as you may or may not know, listeners to my podcast will be well aware. But listeners listeners to tables, authors, and chairs may not know. But I run a wrestling company in Milton Keynes, in the UK, um, and I cannot imagine how difficult it must be to juggle the politics of running progress or running any sort of larger wrestling company can you imagine i mean you were talking off air about how difficult it is with the whole wwe contract situation there was a bunch of guys that you used to work with regularly people like wild boar and and eddie dennis and other people like that that are now under nxt uk contracts and it just makes it more difficult yeah you know it's not no slight on those guys but you know if you're making those career choices, it kind of makes it difficult for small fry like myself. <laughs> um, but yeah, so were there like any matches? Like, there, obviously, one match on these first eight kind of floats to the top as an obvious sort of headline match. Yeah, because it had the biggest sort of name um, in it, and that that was the headline match tonight. It was the main event. Yeah, um, Kyle O'Reilly versus. Christopher R. Idgeway, as uh, <laughs> Kyle referred to him in a uh, promo that he did over Twitter before flying over. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, so that main evented the show. Um, and it was, it, was, it was fine. It was a bit slow to get going. Yeah. Lots of ground-based technical stuff. Yeah. And when you had a long show, you kind of wanted to... Yeah, to pop. Like, yeah. And, and they did a bit of that. The match that preceded it was... Um, Paul Robinson and Darby Allen, and that kind of started off quite hot. Yeah. And I think you kind of needed something similar for the main event here. It was a good match, don't get me wrong, but I think it's like, when you're at the end of a long show, you, the, the last thing you want really is that Too technical slow start. Yeah. It did pick up towards the end, and the action was really yeah. hard hitting towards well, the end. Because of... I, I turned to you at one point, and I was like, I want just want them to kick each other. And, and, and then they did. Later, they they did, did yeah. yeah, they did start kicking each other. Um, but there was a lot of like rolling around on the floor, which is, you know, both of those guys' style a little bit. Um, but yeah, once they started with the strikes and stuff, it, 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 it kind of picked up and was, um, was a lot of fun. 
Um, what else did you like today? Uh, debuts. There was a good few fair debuts that people have never been in progress, people that I'd never seen before. Yeah. I think the first debut we saw was uh, Dagger against uh, Kyle Fletcher, early yeah. doors. I thought he was quite impressive. Uh, what did you think about that match? Yeah, I thought that was fun. I mean, I was really, really worried for Dagger at one point. I mean, I don't know what happened with the catch. Like, he did a dive to the outside. Yeah. And he seemed to, like, go up and come straight down. Do you know what I mean? Like, he went over the top rope, and then it looked like he went vertically, like, straight down. In the arena, it was like there was a huge, oh, when he did it, and then it just went deathly quiet Yeah, and there was for a, f- a good 20 seconds. There was a fellow who was on the front row who kind of stood up because they probably landed in his seat, and he, is, he had his hands on his head. The whole time, and I was like, oh, that's it. Somebody's not getting back up. Um, but they did. They mm. both got back up and got back in the ring. Um, yeah, it was a good showing from Dagger. Um, it was on the losing end today. Um, there was another debut for another Lucha-style man mm. um, in Aerostar. Well, like a big old Power Ranger, didn't he? He did. He's, he's a funny one. He's like... Um, He's like a bit of a cartoon character, Lucha guy, with lots of lights on his on his outfit. Um, but again, he came out on the losing end. It's, it's weird, like, super strong style and the um, Lucha guys always... It always feels like they're a little bit... Um, what's, what, what am I they're there for the scramble match on day three. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because um, who was it? Flamita... Do you remember Flamita a couple of years ago? He was one of those where like he did the first round, went out, and then um, was probably more interesting when it came to the scramble match when everybody had got some chance for him as well. Um, was there somebody last year as well? Oh, I can't remember. Should have done some research, shouldn't I? Probably. Oh, well, we'll oh, kill of it. Oh, well. Um, the... Uh, so that was another debut. Um, who else debuted today? There were a couple Arthur more. Arthur Spencer. There were quite a few debuts, actually. Almost half the field. Artemis Spencer against David Starr. Yeah? Yeah, what did you think of Artemis Spencer? Uh, I weren't over keen on his grey ring here. I thought that was a... It was a little bit underwhelming, wasn't it? But no, um, I think he was billed at, like, £215, so I was expecting, like... Kind of like a heavyweight style, but he, he certainly had a few flips and tricks up his sleeve. Well, certainly at the beginning of the match, he was flipping all over the place, wasn't he? Like, yeah. I mean, all of these guys that, that lost, they might have lost, but it wasn't like they just... They, they were there, they were rubbish, they lost. They actually did look good in defeat. It wasn't a case of... You're, yeah. you're just there to be a, a schmuck to get beat in the first round. Well, there were lots of... Um, Please come back, chance. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Artemis Spencer was one of those. Um, Darby Allen, who we've already mentioned, um, he he was a de- debutante, um, and he got another please come back. Um, Kyle O'Reilly debuted. It was his first progress appearance. And Trevor Lee. Trevor Lee, mm-hmm. the Carolina caveman. Yeah, so Tre- Trevor Lee took on Aerostar. 
Um, he was doing one of those I'm from NXT in America. You you should don't like me. You're not allowed to like me because I'm bad. Because <laughs> I'm successful and came out wearing his NXT jacket as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, pointing at the badge. <laughs> like, he's um he's a funny one. I remember seeing him a few years ago. Um, and he used to come out to Shake It Off by Taylor Swift. They used to dance as well to the ring. And I think if you see Trevor Lee, you can probably imagine how he dances, and it's not good. Um, and he did a promo like where he did he tried to get the crowd to give the American Pledge of Allegiance, and this was in Bedford. Um, and they didn't know it. In Bedford, they didn't know that off by heart. Shocking. Yeah. Got to say, though, his hair looked magnificent. Yeah. Well, Jim Smallman made the point of reading out somebody's tweet where they said, is he related to um, Pastor William Eva? And they've both got good te- good heads of hair, haven't they? Indeed. Yeah. Um, what else do we see today? It was a lot of wrestling. It was a pre-show match. Yeah. Um, NIC versus the Knuckle Lockers. <laughs> knuckle Lockers, yeah. Um, which is up there as one of the worst wrestling names, isn't it, I think? There was an interesting uh, bit before that match where uh, the first team, the NIC, they came out. Yeah. Uh, The Knuckle Lockers tune began to play and the screen was playing a different video and they were trying to fix it and it just went on for far too long. There were some technical difficulties. The music was still working... Like, if they'd have left the music going, so a team could have come out. But instead, like, they just messed about for ages. And the NIC would look like a pair of idiots just standing in the ring. I mean, they were doing their best to sort of play up to it or, like, you know, keep engaged with the crowd. But it it, it, was, it didn't bode well for the start of the show. Um, and I think there were a few technical issues, weren't there, in that first half. But... Nothing, yeah, nothing the video major. screen wasn't working for the first half. Yeah. And uh, a couple of the themes just abruptly cut out instead of fading. Oh, it's yeah, very, just stopped. Very weird. Which yeah. is unusual for progress, because they're usually really good at they're stuff like that. They're normally shit hot at that, yeah. Um, uh, but, yeah, I think all in all, it was it felt very much like the first day of a three-day tournament. There were no shockers, were there? I mean, there was, no, there was nothing bad. No. Nope. But there was nothing, like, blow-away great. Um, and I expect we will see a few really great matches this weekend. Super Strong Style 16 always sort of promises a few of those, doesn't it? If there was three things that you have to say that you really loved... Okay. Oh, God, I haven't even thought about it. Thing is, Joe... Me and Alan normally have a lengthy conversation about the things that we like before we get to the podcast. Well, lots of our tables, me... others in chairs oh, operate. You've got to do it on the fly. Oh, my. You've got to live in the moment. Oh, my days. Okay, I'll tell you what. We'll do one, we'll do one each. Yeah, let's, let's try and do... I love the graps, if, we, if you will. Yes. Um, so, a thing that you loved about the show today. Ooh, what did I love about the show? Do you know what? I really like Alexandra Palace. Yeah, it's a good venue. I I like it as... Anybody who's listened to Love the Graps for a long time will know that we've had our kind of ups and downs with progress. 
and some of it comes down to like the way the shows are run because they can be very long and I like the Electric Ballroom which is their home venue and the one that I would, used to go to on a regular basis but it's not really the best for spending lots of time in whereas Alexandra Palace it's it's a bit sprawling but it feels more like a it almost feels like a festival you're at so I, I like Alexandra Palace as a venue for this weekend yeah I think the thing about the electric ballroom for those of you that haven't been to it it's it's like a music it's like an old music venue isn't it yeah holds about what seven eight hundred ish yeah um it's transport wise you've got a tube that's relatively near it just around the corner but like you say there's it can get very cramped in there. Once you're in, you're in. Yeah, in there's there's ways. nothing. There's literally, you've got a bar and you've got the ring. That's it. That's that's all that's there. And progress is shows. So doors tend to open at two o'clock. Yeah. Show starts at four. So you've got your two hour break there. And then the show will run for another four hours. So it's a long old day. Yeah. So to have... I mean, there's a merch area, but that can get pretty cramped as well. Yeah. So whereas at Alexandra Palace the merch area is it's a whole other room. You've got a, a literally a huge hall and there's like a bar, well, there's several bars, there's food outlets. Yeah. And there's park benches that you can sit down. It's like literally a massive hall. Yeah. Um and it's kind of it's almost it's like one of these where it's like indoors but it feels outdoors. Um so I really like Alexandra Palace. What about a love the graps from you then, Joe? I know it's a bit of a cop out, but I'm going to go with the debuts. Yeah. It's like when you go to a lot of wrestling, like myself, you kind of become not desensitized, but you get used to seeing the same people, the same faces, mm. just in different combinations and matches. And it's good that today, trying to work it out, Dagger, Armour Spencer, Darby Allen. Aerostar, Trevor Lee, Kyle O'Reilly. That's six. Is there any more? Minimum six. Yeah. So that's a minimum of six guys that I've never seen wrestle live before. And, you know, usually I'd be lucky if there's six guys that I've not seen all year wrestling. So in the space of one day, I've got to see six guys that I've never seen wrestle before, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah, and six really good guys, like, the you know... And it'll be fun to see um, see them on the next couple of days. Yeah, I mean, even if you do get knocked out of Super Strong Style, day two, there's usually possibly a tag team match. Day three, there's usually a scramble match involving people that have been knocked out. Yeah. There's opportunities to see all the people that have been knocked out more than once. They usually all crop out at least one more time during mm. the, the weekend. Yeah. Um, so tomorrow's day two. Um, there. What, what have we got? Like they've announced a couple of things, haven't they? Uh, the big match. I say in inverted commas. Oh yeah. Is a unification match between Walter and Trent Seven. Uh, Walter is the Progress World Champion. Uh, Trent Seven is the Atlas Champion. And for those of you that don't know what the Atlas Championship is, it's basically the reverse of a cruiserweight title. Anybody above 205 
is uh, eligible to compete for it. Yep, and they're unifying that, so yeah, that's the big match. They've also got <coughs> like an eight-man tag, that's tomorrow. Yeah, um, it is the team of Jimmy Havoc, Mark Hastings, Mark Andrews and El Ligero. Yeah. Or just Ligero now, he's lost his L. Yeah. Bless him. He's just, and that was he's, part of the deal with signing with he's WWE. Not, he's not the Ligero. He's, he's just Ligero. He's just a Ligero. Yeah, singular. Yeah. Um, they're taking on the, I suppose, heel stable, depending on your point of view. They, I mean, they're supposed to be baddies, aren't they? Yeah, but... Do they, not resuscitate. Yeah, they've got um, Drew Parker, Spike Trevay, Chuck Mambo, and present William Eva. Yeah. Uh... Basically, their beef is they think that they're not getting opportunities in progress, that people with contracts are. Uh, when he says contracts, I think he's referring to uh, Jimmy Havoc's got an AEW, uh, Mandrews and Ligero are WWE NXT UK, and Haskins is ROH. Yeah. So they seem that guys that have been there for ages, because I think Ligero was in the first ever match. Yeah. Against Noam Dar. Yep. I think Jimmy Havoc and Mandrews have been there since chapter two. And I think Havoc, uh, Havoc Haskins, sorry, came in at chapter seven. So they consider them the dinosaurs that aren't moving on. Well, they're the old guard, yeah. for sure. Um, yeah, so there's that. There's a qualifier for the women's title match. Yeah, um, it's Ginny versus Martina. Uh, there's a fatal four-way. There's been numerous convoluted shenanigans that have led yes. to this match, um, basically interfering in each other's matches and vice versa. Yeah. Uh, the winner goes into the fatal four-way on Monday. Um, I think Ginny will win because the other three are faces. You've got to have a heel in a match, surely. Yeah. And it's Ginny, isn't it? Yeah. It is the Ginny division. Lol, Ginny wins. <laughs> yeah, the... <laughs> She's basically the John Cena of the women's <laughs> yeah. division, isn't she? Um, and I think that's everything that's been announced beyond the um, the brackets of continue. Yeah. Which I haven't got in front of me, so... I think I can remember them off the top of my head. I know we're getting Kylo Riley, Paul Robinson. That'll be good. That'll be very kicky. Yeah. Kyle Fletcher... Jordan yeah, Devlin. It's Jordan Devlin, yeah. Um, Dragonoff... Against uh, Trevor Lee? Yep. Nope. Yep. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> They're on the other half of the bracket. Um, and then who was the last one? David Starr. David Starr. Travis Banks. Travis Banks. That sounds right. That might be right. Do you know what? That might be right. Let's say it's right. I mean, if it's not right, then we can be corrected. I don't mind. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a fun day, I think. And then we're going to have a third day as well after that. But should we call it a day there? I've got the graphic up. Oh, God, go on then, quickly. It is Ilya Dragunov versus Trevor Lee. Yeah, got it. It is Travis Banks versus David Starr. Yeah, we got that one. It is Kyle O'Reilly versus Paul Robinson. Yeah. And it is Jordan Devlin versus Kyle Fletcher. Do you know what? I want to say we should be proud of knowing that. Also, we did just watch all of those matches. Like, 
it's not rocket science that we managed to figure that out. No, um, no, not really. <laughs> but yeah, so let's call it. Let's call it a day then, um, and we'll we're going to come back and do another one of these tomorrow, aren't we? Yeah, um, tomorrow is going to be like absolutely instantaneously for you, just like this. Okay. I paused mine, you can carry on though. <laughs> weird. That was weird. Um, yeah, we'll just come back tomorrow. Um, until then, just go just go to bed. We had joy, we had fun, we had seasons in the sun. Up the hills that we climb, where the seasons are time. All our lives we had fun, we had seasons in the sun Nothing really can keep, we're just selfish on the beach